God, I just, I just wish Saul Spady would do something that we could drag him for again because it's just he's been kind of quiet or no yeah. one's pushed anything from his show across our our noses lately. Yeah, I he's just been, wish he would lash out. He's been a good little boy for sure. I, I mean, that's just what makes my heart oh, warm. Hey, uh, excuse me, gentlemen. Uh, can I take your orders? Can you tell me about like the capers on the Benedict? Are those served? Raw, fresh, like out of the jar, or do you saute those? They're first? capers. Yeah, whatever. I'll have that. Uh, what about you? I do. Do you have Mountain Dew here? <laughs> you know what? Actually, fuck it. We're not serving you guys. <laughs> what? Oh, and by the way, the your show fuck? sucks. What about it sucks? Was it? Was it the bus lady? It, I'm. I'm sorry. It was, Stop apologizing. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Podcast about hating the city you love. It's me, Colin. I'm here with Greg and Brian. Hey, hello, hi. Uh, I I want to I want to have as much energy as I had last week, but I woke up this morning with a hangover, um, and I still have the headache and nausea from just inhaling the diesel fumes in all yesterday and today and while i slept because of a, a minor fuel leak uh it's mostly cleaned up but uh yeah i'm not i'm feeling a little like worn out and woozy i had a i had a coffee at 6 p.m Ooh. and i'm still kind of foggy so i may have permanent brain damage or something i don't know well and of course you couldn't sleep on top of your boat like a true sailor because it it's been a little stormy boring. yeah yeah, yeah. Well, stormy guys, let's talk weather. Nor could I just like <laughs> leave the hatches open to air it out. <laughs> well, Greg, would you appreciate some of this delicious uh, smoked salmon eggs Benedict I got from Glow, <laughs> uh, free of charge? Uh, <laughs> you, you offered to clean Saul Spady's plate. And yeah. He, uh... They said, I don't know why that guy left. Here's his order. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, fuck, uh, fuck that owner, too, for I know that, selling that out. That did really suck. Their employee. Uh, what they don't. So, wait, was that was that in. My Northwest. The, that, that was a. That was in. A, was that on some radio show that that came out? Did they it call looked, in? It you know when we saw this at first i didn't see a clip but there's a clip here it looks like looks like maybe he talked about it on his uh, show because it don't no one has yet as far as i've seen looked into like did that server get fired or what like for okay if you didn't see it um saul spady Walked into a restaurant, minding his own business, someplace he claims to have eaten for years. <laughs> Since oh, 2012. Wait, wait, why am I telling you? Let's hear it in his own words. Those are always the best. The oh, best yeah, words yeah. come out of Saul Spady's own Saul is a frequent mouth. guest on this show, so let's just have him tell his side of the story. <laughs> hold, yeah. on, hold on, Greg. Where did you say that fuel leak was? I need to do a, a little huff. of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Got to get into character. All right, so this was in my You're Northwest. You're it now, man. I know, uh, and I also was already huffing plastic, but, you know, tomato, tomato. <laughs> uh, this was in my Northwest, and it says, Spady, sorry, but we don't serve your ideology here. <laughs> That's the headline. <laughs> and then it has this uh, picture of breakfast, I guess. Uh, so here we go. Here's the, the breakfast he didn't get to eat. Here's mm-hmm. the ballad of Saul Spady. Um, I took Tuesday off because I needed a break from the rhetoric that is tearing our city and country apart. Oh, little yeah. Saul's just like uh, my my job, which is literally rhetoric, yeah. <laughs> as I am a. Uh, a loser, poli- political money. commentator yeah. <laughs> on the fucking radio. So you know, I get paid it's an exorbitant amount fault. of money that I don't even need to live right. to ingest and shit out political <laughs> rhetoric. Uh, but I was like, uh, I guess yeah. I can just take whatever fucking day off I want because it's get it's getting to me. Yeah. So let's um, just just start off understanding. If you don't understand <laughs> who Saul Spady is, Daddy's now, money are going to glow. Yeah. 
<laughs> fucking daddy's money. Fucking grandpa's. Oh money, yeah. Okay? <laughs> uh, like this is this is a like second generation small business tyrant. Yeah, don't they right? usually the, say the they don't make it the past the third them. generation? Isn't that like the mortality rate for these kinds of businesses? Well, that's, that's when the... Uh, when Saul Jr. gets... Well, that's when the blood illnesses start to show up. <laughs> oh, wait, you're talking about the business. So. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, you know, he was tired of ingesting and shitting out politics, and he was going to take a break by ingesting and shitting out some ex <laughs> yeah, It didn't work out, huh? I guess it didn't, so let's hear why. Well, his little tummy was empty. That's why he's so upset. Aww. A little tum-tum. He's just hungry. In Seattle and King County, we are facing the worst homeless crisis in our region's history. I bet that's not true, but go on. I also bet that's not true. <laughs> Sadly, even talking about solutions... As we as we've done over the last seven months on the Saul Speedy Show, is too much for some in our city to hear. So, what's got him down is people sh- not liking his. Show. Yeah, they're running their yeah. mouth, saying things he doesn't like. They probably didn't go to a charter. What school. I'm hearing is Saul Speedy had to take the day off of work because of us. <laughs> Well, <laughs> we did mission accomplished banner comes the, down. I wish we could. Well, and to be fair, the most unbelievable part of the story is that anybody working at a restaurant on the hill would have listened or heard the Salt Spady show at any point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, seriously. No, well, I mean, they must have got it secondhand. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's the what only I mean. way. Like this, I want to believe. We should find out. I want to believe in my heart that um that this server listens to seattle sucks more likely they just follow spec but yeah. they would be a fan of Saul spidey if they listen to this show yeah. <laughs> you'd be like cool yeah the real like seattle sucks attitude would be like cool and just like just uh, bask in like the glow of his hair yeah uh and yeah in his, up his sex perm hair, sex perm hair they yeah. would have gotten him to sign their vinyl copy copy of the ballad of Saul Spade. Yeah. <laughs> i just want to see that fragile hand oh the ballad of Saul Spade needs a new verse oh yeah yeah to, to cover this uh epic tale anyway go on all right we're never gonna get through this <laughs> i've made glows my go-to hole in the wall brunch spot ever since moving to capitol hill in 2012 my usual salmon eggs benedict with a side of avocado and bacon plus bottomless drip coffee has gotten more expensive now at 25 dollars since i first sat down but it still is that is an expensive fucking breakfast and will know. always be my favorite he, meal on the hill. It's got that fucking salmon, salmon. on it. Yeah. That's the yeah. problem yeah. right yeah. there. Get the eggs made with ham. Yeah. Like a real blue collar man. Oh, yeah. Saul. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Um, on Tuesday, however, the host took it upon himself to bluntly deny me service. <laughs> Why? Because, as he told me, your rhetoric against homeless people is dangerous for the True. community and you're not welcome here. Yep, all true. That owns. That should be true everywhere. Yeah. That yeah, that fucking he owns. He shouldn't be able to walk down the street without being pelted by like <laughs> rotten vegetables. Or just laughed at. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's a, dangerous might be an exaggeration. Like he he sometimes parrot parrots the real genocidal um, language that is frankly fucking ubiquitous. Right, um, right. In this town. Uh but it's usually so fucking incoherent coming out of his mouth that I don't know, yeah, but- <laughs> like, if you can really, like, he's just part of the noise. Yeah, really. but do you remember when he had that woman on his show and she was talking yeah. about yeah. forming gangs? Yeah. That, that to was- To murder fuck, homeless people? Yeah, well, yeah. So he, gives a, he, ne- a, he gives a platform. Yeah. Well, the danger's never the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like a black hole of charisma, it's never him. It's like the platform he gives, you're right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The people he brings and, on. And, well, and what yeah, he, you know, what he, he reads like and, blankly and, and quotes blanks. and- yeah. Well, and also, I feel like realistically, what he makes actually he makes all this stuff sound so banal and no- <laughs> and normal by just how dumb he sounds parroting right. it. You're like, yeah, this just he's he's clearly just a guy who is soaking up whatever is the general wisdom, you know, and parroting it, and that sort of gives it an air of of reasonable normality. If someone this stupid could understand and explain it to you, <laughs> uh, yeah, so. 
Yeah, it's not like it's something Charles wrote in The Stranger. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was what the host was really upset about was his uh, pro lawnmower stance? <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. In short, he told me I was not allowed to eat there and should take my business elsewhere. No one else at the establishment said anything. No surprise yeah, there. Because they all hate you so <laughs> Like, yeah, that's not that's not <laughs> Ideological discrimination is a Seattle special. I've, well, okay. What are no, you? No, it's not. Yeah, what whatever. the fuck this, are you have talking you li- about? Do you live in America or the world? Well, that's like, also, Saul's a very successful man in, uh, in Seattle, so clearly it's not true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what it is is only because he's a regular did the people there figure out who he was yeah. right and then they had a natural reaction and well I, I, and because he's seek, he's a clout shark yeah, he's yeah. trying to build his yeah. fucking yeah. brand in seattle but he's building it on noxious conservative right. bullshit that he honestly doesn't even understand he's so fucking dumb but like <laughs> not to let him off the hook i mean he is it he is a disgusting human being <laughs> but he's also pathetic and stupid um i mean this is someone who's like just coasted his entire life and never had to have a real thought in his life and now gets to pretend to have them on the radio every single day and during the what, commute I, I think like what <laughs> yeah. like get over it man you you want to be you want to spout this noxious conservative shit on the radio then yeah people are going to have a reaction this is this the toxic idea here is that you should be able to have whatever horrendous opinion about anybody that you want and have mm-hmm. no and have that exist in its own safe little space yeah. right uh the where you just you get to say whatever you want in the public forum and then no one can judge you by that in your life well fuck off if someone yeah. if somehow i mean on, honestly if our little role play uh, actually did play out uh i guess i would do what Saul did and and recount it somewhere on on this podcast, but I would be I, I it would be cool and funny, and I would not <laughs> would hardly hold it against the thing yeah. I would see because I'm not a fucking moron. The thing that I would hold against that person who denied mm. me service for my um, espoused beliefs would be their shitty beliefs, <laughs> not the very normal, like, n- next order effect of them not wanting to associate with or serve me. Like, that, normal as fuck, okay? Yeah, yeah. And logical and good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be that, you know, they also uh, want to genocide the homeless, and that's why they don't want to serve me ex Benedict, would be why would be why I wouldn't have a problem with that person. Yeah. Well, I think, too, um, you know, I, I, I think of the left sometimes this idea of, like, you know, we have to, you know, we have to have these, like, uh, sort of statements of tolerance, right, which is, like, you know, we wouldn't want some sort of similar situation of uh, what if somebody was rejected service because they were black or something like that. And I think we actually do have to kind of reject that kind of, like, totalizing nonsense. Like, no, like, I, I think if you believe in workers' power, it is actually uh, not the right of the customer to be served. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, of course yeah. not. And, you know, if workers are like, yeah, you know, you are, uh, you know, an anti-working class detriment who is leading to directly to violence <laughs> against people in the city, yeah, they tell to fuck off. And honestly, yeah. like, I think the, the host has the right to do that and, you know, Fuck's all spaghetti, dude. Yeah, there, there's you're there's right. no right to be served. Is that, that's you know? a good point because there's <laughs> yeah. more at work here than just this sort of civility politics narrative mm-hmm. of like why can't we all just like you know say, have the discourse in one place and our <laughs> lives in another? But there's this customer is always right shit that yeah. underpins this this idea that it's beyond the fucking pale for someone to tell you to get the fuck out of a restaurant mm-hmm. for whatever reason they please because they just don't want to look at your fucking face. Yeah. Which absolutely is how it should be. If if the servers at a restaurant all want to just take their fucking smoke break at the same time and are just fucking yeah. tired of dealing with your bullshit, they should just fucking hang the sign on the door and tell you to fuck off, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if you go into a place and they, like, tell you to go away, the reaction is just be like, all right. 
It's like there's like yeah. one restaurant in town. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, work, God knows he walks somewhere not else on the hill and yeah. one of the other 700 yeah. fucking places well, serving food and Saul's, got breakfast. Yeah. Saul's the guy who acts like a jackass in the bar, gets kicked out and spends the next month complaining to his friends about it while the friends groan and just basically <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, like they want to throw you out of the conversation. But yeah. But yeah. It's, he, oh, that guy. Can you imagine Saul Spady's friends? Like. He's probably known people in this town, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, other <laughs> people <laughs> that he was set up on play dates with mm-hmm. um, in the '90s, and who he's glommed onto ever since. And yeah. and because he always had like uh, the new Nintendo, like <laughs> they were his friends. Um, you you gotta imagine those people in his life. Just think of him as like an idiot, right? Like yeah. like just a vapid moron and how bizarre would it be to just know that if you had known him your whole life as just <laughs> just a fucking <laughs> idiot to just watch oh, yeah. just to know that he was Ascendant. on the radio every yeah. day yeah. yeah like well that he was dispensing any amount of vice all by the way if you're saul's like 50 year old friend from uh childhood <laughs> are you like sitting there thinking like as you're getting rejected from russia after russia you're like oh man that virtual boy is getting like less and less worth <laughs> it every day. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Virtual well, boy's well, pretty tight. Okay, I was just gonna say that's the effect the virtual boy had all on its yeah. own merits. That so. shit was cool. <laughs> it may have flopped, but it was cool. Uh, I wanted to say two things related to what you both said. One is that you can only have this view of compartmentalizing your politics when you don't have basically anything to lose when they don't affect your fucking yeah life. like yeah yeah you, that's why you can just go pause on your politics because you're just like status quo and uh well, and when really, you say we should murder the homeless the object yeah. of that sentence <laughs> yeah. is not you but yeah. rather homeless people <laughs> well, and, and what's right. all i mean i guess this is what is like always so infuriating about these comments is that are these you know articles that come out every week is that you know, what Saul's complaining about is that, yeah, you know, all those awful things I say that affect other people, they finally affected me one time in a very, like, <laughs> minor way. But that might as well be an atomic bomb in my life. Yeah, right. Yeah, know? right. It's like yeah. that dumbass. Which is a refusal to take, you know, responsibility for your own statements. Right? Yeah, who you got know? kicked out of that New York restaurant? Who's that? Like, David, was it David Brooks? Oh yeah, yeah. Dave Brooks got kicked out of one. Like the and, same like, exact thing. Fed. They were basically yeah. like, "Get the fuck out of here." Yeah, it's actually yeah. probably because of that stuff that happened. Yeah, uh, in Washington and New York, that gave this um, John Pedoritz. It doesn't matter. The writer, yeah. the waiter, this idea. Like, oh, hey, I can do this. This yeah. is some power I yeah. can take. And then yeah. the here. other thing I was gonna say is that I think just today, Brandy Cruz or Kraus or however you say it in Minnesota. Hmm. Um, had interviewed Shama Sawant about how divisive her politics are. Oh, I want to watch that. Yeah, so I think it's a program that's maybe going to get a full airing on Sunday, so it's just a teaser juxtaposing Sawant and Egan with his weird, like, unfinished dead Kennedys necklace on. (laughs) But um, Sawant, you know, more or less says, like, well, you you can't back down on this shit. Like, you have politics, you have politics, and... You're gonna see that through, right? <laughs> yeah. But like, weirdly, for as Saul, a politician, I think I should stand for. Yeah, something. but for Saul, he's like, well, I didn't really mean it. Like, I just want to have some salmon, you know? Like, yeah. none of this. This is just a game just, for me. I am just yeah. doing the discourse. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, this politics is, is a weapon games. to be used against his enemies, not to be used against him. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Or know. to like dictate any aspect of his actual life. Yeah. Yeah. So cool guy. Um, and he's not done uh. yet. Stunned and not wanting to make a scene, I walked away. That's the funniest part to me. <laughs> Just fucking Charlie Browning it out of that oh, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. He was definitely doing like the George Michael Bluth down the sidewalk, <laughs> yeah. like just collapsing yeah. like on the sidewalk. Fucking tail between his legs. Like again, he's got no backbone. Yeah. Like, it, dude, you have a radio show. Yeah, well, John Potteritz probably did throw a shit fit yeah, in that restaurant, which I think people in the restaurant even said he like yeah, threw a shit fit. Whereas, yeah, Saul's not going to do that. He's just a coward. He's yeah. going to go away. He probably complained to his parents later. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he reached out to the, he did reach out to the owner, right? Yeah. Oh, the radio station. So here we go. My radio station, 
reached out to restaurant owner Julie Reisman. <laughs> See, he didn't even do it. He had his goons go. Yeah, because it. like you said, he probably yeah. said, oh, I couldn't I couldn't have my eggs Benedict to someone. And his yeah. producer, that guy Darren with one R or whatever, it's mm-hmm. like, Saul, we're going to fix this for you, buddy. <laughs> we're going to blow get, this thing wide open. Yeah, we're going to get those eggs Benedict. We're going to we're we're gonna gonna get that guy fired. We're going to get yeah. Jesse from, is it King 5? We're going to get oh, him. Yeah. <laughs> get him on this shit. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Unfortunate situation. I had a server who was a person who spends a lot of time helping the homeless, especially around the neighborhood, and he was personally offended by an article Saul wrote. He took it upon himself to talk they, to Saul they don't about link it. To that at all, though, no, they don't. Care. What article they are we don't. talking about here? I mean, it could be anything he wrote. Right, right. Yeah. No, he's it's done it's this grift. Like, yeah, I want to believe it's the lawnmower article, but <laughs> 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 so, that was why they're mad. Someone's like pushing a lawnmower into the restaurant. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's gonna set it next to him. I'll have eggs benedict in my lawnmower. We'll have it as well. <laughs> Just like throwing things into the lawnmower. Yeah, or like bring all your clippings in. Um, <laughs> in a quick rebuttal, he did not attempt to engage me in a conversation on homelessness the problem or our different solutions what again too like this is again that conservative thing of like nobody owes you yeah. engagement on this fucking right. subject right like it's like yeah your opinion is well represented in this <laughs> yeah. city like so nobody owes you a discussion over i have it, engaged you know? with your side by reading or listening to it by knowing <laughs> yeah it. by being forced to like fucking hear it yeah, right. over and over forced again to know that it has a real like powerful place in yeah. the politics of the city yeah yeah your discussion has been engaged in by every media in the <laughs> yeah. city non-stop for months yeah so nobody owes you a discussion so the next yeah, phase in, after yeah. all of that yeah. engagement in the discourse is shut the fuck up yeah yeah right. <laughs> totally all he did was to deny me service which is illegal in seattle by the way uh, absolutely not true. Yeah. What the yeah, fuck that, is he talking also about? Also, just jerk off motion forever. Who <laughs> yeah. cares? Who gives a shit? In even if it is, who cares? Yeah, right. In fact, I still don't even know what specific rhetoric he was referring to. Because it's all terrible and bad. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I have so many awful opinions. <laughs> Which one could it be? Which crime was it? <laughs> it may be my idea to create a new softer short-term jail. So this is where he, like, you know trots out all his good ideas with yeah. good in quotes this is <laughs> an I- another jail <laughs> yeah well this is a short ter- a softer short-term jail <laughs> that, way I mean, that put- just says it all right <laughs> yeah because right? yeah, it's another jail so <laughs> yeah. you put more people in it you know? but it's a softer one this is an idea based around a community farm structure <laughs> oh shit y'all yeah, like feudalism oh, that's, like, uh, that's Angola, Angola. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. hell yeah somebody should tell Saul they already got that shit dude <laughs> It'll be uh, built on a plantation model. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Jesus Christ. Well, there will also be much needed rehab. This is, I mean, what he doesn't get right yeah. here. We're talking about homelessness. Yeah, and now he's You're talking, talking about, jail. about incarceration. <laughs> yeah. That's the rhetoric. Well, you that's his asshole. only solution, yeah. right? You miserable fuck. When again, I like this, like, they've not heard my unique ideas on it yet, <laughs> which is more policing yeah, right. and more jails. That thing that literally every Everyone, news media outlet everywhere, has all the yeah. time. Yeah. Just a, oh, yeah, he closes this uh, thought by saying it's called farm jail. Yeah, again, Angola. <laughs> yeah. It already exists, but, like, they have documentaries about it and everything. I want to play that Zynga game. Can I do that? <laughs> farm jail? Uh, maybe he was offended by... <laughs> My most recent piece, calling out our attorney general on his lack of awareness of the homeless children in our state. So again, that's this is that whole fucking canard of like there, we must save only the children. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> let's save the to... deserving yeah. people. Oh, and the problems that can the solutions are simple because the problems are just the few dumb people who are running the show you know <laughs> well, and, the, that, and the little details on the margins that and it's like when you combine that with your previous statement about building the uh short term jail, jail like i feel like i know what your solution is for homeless children which yeah is, it's yeah. farm work yeah <laughs> or the extremely hard-hitting seattle's best isn't good enough i want to get hit hard by that yeah, yeah. I, it is hyperlinked but we did not no. read it strong skip Luckily for me, I might be able to eat my favorite meal again because Glow's owner Julie confirms 
it's not our policy to tell customers that they can or cannot eat here based on what they think. It's not our policy. It's not our game. You know what? That's... Yeah. Translation, I fired that motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. They might have, but that's also kind of in the restaurant business, there is this sort of manager talk sometimes where you'll, like, you know, when a customer complains just to give him to go away, you'll be yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's definitely not like store policy or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then you just go into the back and you'll be like, oh, the fucking guy just was going on about, like, and you all laugh about it and fucking joke and all that kind of stuff. So, so it could have gone either way. Somebody should go check to see if that Well, that, so now he's getting spit with his salmon is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. They're all like, next time he comes in, we're going to, like, shit on that fucking Some, plate. They're going to find... Uh, yeah. some houseless person to jizz in. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, that happens sometimes too. So I mean, that one really could go either way. Yeah. So, somebody should check on the on the host there, see if they're if they're still breathing. Well, let's hope so. So she concludes this thought by saying, "Saul is welcome." Mm, don't like that. <laughs> that that's that makes me lean towards firing. I don't. Do we need to hear yeah. any more of this? No, it's, I think that's good. I think all we right. Kill that. Ugh, yeah, Saul awful. sucks. He's a giant fucking baby. And just like all these conservatives, just a giant fucking baby. Well, it is funny. He goes on to talk about his ad agency. Uh, yeah, it sucks. I mean, we don't, we don't need his, to read this. He, he he's a child. He, yeah. yeah, he's a baby, like all of them. Yeah. Is he, is he well, like, well, baby I have, I have a small business, yes. too, so I blah, blah. Oh, Basically. God. And while well, he's saying any you part. You see, well, I also have a small business, and so I know what it is is like uh, to serve the customer well we do yeah we <laughs> should read the funniest the part of this uh which is that he goes through how great he is as a person oh because uh, this is well saying hey did you know i actually work with mary's place uh so i'm cool and good <laughs> Ooh, and you should you, like me. him and jeff yeah exactly mm-hmm. working together and so once he's done kind of uh i guess tugging at his own little wanker he says i challenge glows alongside the rest of the seattle business community to join with us this year to see where we can align and how we can make a difference yeah i'm sure it makes sense to him that yeah people need to come together to solve a problem but when you come together to solve a problem identified by Genesidaires, <laughs> you're gonna end yeah. up gassing people. Well, and again, it's one of those things. It's it's written in this like awful, stupid language. But yeah, it, literally, his conclusion is, you know, I'm calling on all these Russians just agree with me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like the conclusion. Like, I, I look, I'm calling all you Seattle people. Uh, don't be rude. Agree with me. Yeah, uh, I have like, pulled be born rich. All of yeah. the Seattle small business tyrant community, <laughs> yeah. and they agree with me. Yeah, and the owner of Glows probably does agree with them and hates homeless people too. It's just like you know, there's just happens to be more uh, non-business owners than business owners. Maybe, thankfully, maybe this is a good time to wrap this up to shout out. Um, a great discussion on the rhetoric around homelessness that oh, probably yeah. pissed off this server that Saul Spady participates in, and that was on uh, one of our favorite podcasts. Citations needed. All right, and bleep that out, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> there are no other podcasts. Uh, we have on recommended there. citations needed on uh, this podcast very many good. times. It is very good. Um, I recommend it. Uh, it's in my suite of podcasts. I recommend to people to wean themselves off of NPR. Um, and I feel they they took a break for several yeah. weeks for yeah, like over a month, and a then while. came out with just part one on this mm-hmm. topic. Um, and they covered, wouldn't you know it, uh, on the rhetoric surrounding homelessness. They got into Seattle is dying, and I think a couple of things. I think. This, first of all, explains why they took several weeks off because do- just watching the clips, <laughs> like probably they all probably all thought, like, I'm never doing a podcast again. Yeah, right. Like, they probably just had to reach, it probably took so long to put this together. Also, um, being among the only people outside, like, on the left who actually, like, outside of real, like, MAGA shitheads. And Magnolia homeowners who actually watched that thing all the way through. Yeah. We, Colin and I. God, that almost killed us. Yeah. I, I mean, and anyone who listened to us watching, I mean, we did it a whole episode, which we should like link to. Like a two hour. Actually, long. I should, we should send that to those guys and be like, and call them out because they definitely did not watch that no, shit. No, they didn't. They, yeah. they, uh, 
they just th- those cheaters just went they to the internet get, and pulled the clips. Our buddy Eric, they're like, yeah. look at this dumbass. Well, in like <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, in about six weeks of having off, they could only get through the clips on the internet. They couldn't right, right, watch, right. which I sympathize with. It took me clips, days to get through that fucking. All documentary. the same clips that yeah. everybody pulled out, and then then all the like discourse was about was this handful yeah. of clips on the internet. When holy shit, they didn't even get no. I swear to God, nobody watched that shit but us because, like, yeah. there is shit in that that will curdle your fucking yeah. blood. Oh yeah, they didn't a, even touch. It it is no is one extremely cursed. They, they, no they one but us literally touched. do a slow pan over an island prison and basically are like, "All oh, this is a concentration it, camp, I know, yeah. guys." I know, and I love that nobody ever brings this up. I was waiting for them mind. to drop yeah. that too. It's at no, the that's end what made me know that they did hours. Yeah. the end. You had to get the end of the two fucking hours. It's yeah, it's it's unbelievable. So we need to blow them up. So called out citations needed. Do better. Call them out. Well, yeah. But anyways, we did the real journalism of watching that horror show yeah i think yeah and i think we commented on all but maybe 10 minutes of it so yeah. it's pretty much yeah. all there but yeah go listen to that episode and uh go listen to episode 77 as well about uh misery porn as well which is also about like stories made to shame the poor on the local news and stuff like that which yeah. is saul is also a uh you know a pig that wallows in so yeah. they also have Great episodes, which I think we've talked about before, on the media portrayal of police officers, yeah, um, and how cute yeah. and good they are when they do things like pull you over and not give you a ticket. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm falling in love with cops because of TikTok. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> TikTok has that effect on all demographics. I'm, yes, I fall in love with uh, cops, uh, cops' wives that cheat on them, <laughs> which is my favorite genre of TikTok. Yeah, well, before. Seriously, if you are a cop's wife out there listening to this uh, because you hate your cop husband. Slide into those DMs. <laughs> Dude, <Exactly>. slide <laughs> up into those DMs right now. But before oh. before we really wrap up, uh, Spady, he has one more challenge for his listeners that Ooh. might be incensed by this new <laughs> rhetoric. Try to listen to a whole episode of and, my show. And the fact that they may be held accountable for their reprehensible beliefs. Like Which is at, at like a crimes against humanity trial, for example. <laughs> yeah. Someday. Which is take a deep breath and go check check out glows and leave a tip with a note mentioning the Saul Spady show. <laughs> All right. So he, calm down, he, Saul. He thinks he's gonna like he wa- send a message. He wants to harass. He's organizing Saul, a harassment the Saul campaign. Spady street team's gonna get out there. Oh, it's gonna man. be like fifteen kids who just eat three meals a day there for like two weeks could straight. you imagine the like camo clad ex-urban weirdos that listen to the Saul Spady show like trying to get their F-350s down to Capitol yeah. Hill the fucking eat at glow <laughs> so that they can We're have salmon brunch. so they can have salmon benedict at brunch with like a delicious mimosa like I mean they would self-destruct there's no way Saul I think you're barking up the wrong tree what do you mean one. you don't serve milkshakes at <laughs> <laughs> 10 in the morning. Yeah, you're barking up the wrong tree on this one, Saul. This is not going to work. Yeah. Uh, love him. Gotta love cool, him. Cool. Great guy. He definitely earned love the everything moons he over has. Miami, please. <laughs> yeah. why, don't, why don't you know what that is? <laughs> the last time I think I ate it at Denny's, they had, it was like a, a lemon pound cake that soaked in maple syrup and fried in a pan like french toast and i think it was supposed to be lembus bread for uh lord of the rings anyway <laughs> what <laughs> brian what Hell you would have loved it oh i would have ordered that in a second <laughs> was smeagol your server <laughs> yeah speaking of anti-poor uh rhetoric and general attitudes yeah so this last week the was the first week of Seattle Public Schools. It was the first day after Labor Day, I believe, which was yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, they all started like on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. It seemed like, yeah. And uh, someone had the great idea to just, you know, meet the kids where they are <laughs> on, their, on their way to school. And, uh, it's important in education to meet the kids where yeah, they're at. <laughs> really just make sure that they're paying their way on uh, public transportation. 
Uh, so if you didn't yeah, see, very cool. yeah, if you didn't see this, it sucked a lot. I think there was a video. There was at least a there was photo. A there was yeah. a video. Uh, Jesse Agopian, who teaches at Garfield, I believe, uh, had posted a, a video online or a link to it, maybe. Yeah, and so I think at the Seattle S dot, like basically came out and said, "Oh, this is fine. We weren't issuing tickets, and if we were, it's because they already had an infraction a month ago." <laughs> well, they, said, they said they did something. issue the tickets. There was a very simple process for the oh, students yeah. to go and get Pick the ticket. Up their uh, shit. Yeah. You know, Wait. it's just like, yeah, cool. <laughs> I think necessary. I didn't see. I didn't read into it that uh, far. I bought the like basic headline, which was, "Well, they they don't really get a fine," but it sounds like uh, they have to jump through some bureaucratic hoops. Yeah, so yeah, basically, he, the story is the fair enforcement was out in force. Yeah, apparent ticketing to fucking get those kids, kids revenue on their way to school where they will go and pick up their, their orca free <laughs> orca card, yeah. which they organized for and won. Yeah. yeah. Um, because that's how the fuck they get to school, which also is, is on public one of transit. The only good things yeah. that Durkin has done in the last year. Yeah, and what yeah, didn't come out of her It doesn't count if you're forced right, to do it. Right. But yeah, yeah I mean, the one good thing she caved. She let happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was interesting. I mean, in other major cities, right, where students use public transit to get to school, uh, you know, some people have posted. I think somebody in Philly have posted like. Yeah, I like basically fair enforcement just doesn't exist the day that kids are going to school, right? Because it's like, yeah, the, the students, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is targeted, right? We talked about they're wanting to increase fair enforcement in uh, Central District, Pioneer Square, and the ID on uh, the streetcars. And clearly, this was like a targeted enforcement of like, hey, here's a bunch of kids we can get right now. Right. We know they're not going to have a car. Yeah. We know that, you know, and uh, and they did it. I, so it's cool. Just, it's yeah, it's, it's good to have a plan and follow through. Look, you know, it's hard to believe there'll be any kind of like big investigation or like documents oh, no. that come out that'll show like what level this originated at. But you can believe it kind of doesn't matter. Either it is it's somewhere higher up at S stop that's like had this great idea, or it's down just down to the fair enforcement officers themselves going, "Huh, my job is to uh, cite people." Uh, fair enforcement um because the rules are very important and my <laughs> existence is to enforce the rules with the authority and force of the state and um let, i get the shortest distance between two mm -hmm. points without any moral or sort of social consideration is let yeah. let me go and fuck with intimidate get off on ticketing these kids who yeah I mean, fucking unbelievable. When it seemed that there was like a larger presence of fair enforcement, which would imply a higher up decision. But either way, like, even if it was made at a lower level, like, they had to have the mindset that it was going to be okay, right? That, like, yeah. that they had the backing of upper management. Or that this was the right thing to do. This yeah. was good. Like, yeah, and it, because, because what, because the solution to all problems yeah. in our society <laughs> is punishment right. okay yeah, 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 and yeah. this isn't so where there is an opportunity to punish someone under the law means that also that that person should be punished because yeah. that's how our society works if the law stipulates that punishment is deserved that means punishment is necessary because otherwise the, our society falls apart that's what any cop believes right yeah. so these like wannabe cops uh you know, yeah. that's what they're thinking. They're going like, oh, uh, just following the rules, the letter of the law here. Let me, you know, intimidate and make this person feel bad and make them jump through bureaucratic hoops just to scare them into ever breaking a rule in their life or something. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, that's really going to be the effect. Yeah. And I mean, there is this like natural tendency, which is, you know, I mean, quite frankly, it's left over from uh, you know, slavery or whatever, that the idea that, uh, you know, black people are these like simple creatures that, you know, they have to be punished, you know, every step of the way, right, to keep them in line, all this. And it was targeted at black students. And, yeah. you know, it, it's one of those things that it is just quite frankly impossible to believe that these fair enforcement officers didn't know that these were high school students going to pick up their Orca cards. I mean, this wasn't just a targeted operation to like try and fuck these kids over who are now because they, you know, S dot was called out. 
they're going to potentially refund the tickets after you go through some sort of process, which of course they're counting on the fact that nobody will do it, but well, yeah, you know, I mean, or that just you like, will do it. Yeah. Even if you do do God, what a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Hassle yeah. No, it's horse shit. Fuck yeah. The whole it. thing's horse shit. I, it's just, just disgusting. I mean, ho- they should, they should be able to just hand them in at school, their citations and the school, Hopefully that's what will happen. Is yeah. they should be able the to hand them in school. The school district should collect them all in a pile yeah. and go up to S dot, like take the elevator to the S dot yeah. offices and just throw the box at someone's <laughs> fucking head and said, "These don't exist. Make don't yeah. you know, make that happen. Uh, keep copies yeah. of them." But yeah. like, because what's funny is like how fucking absurd this is. Not to like, I mean. What's the school district thinking? They're like, it would never occur. Like this is so insane. Yeah. They're like, yeah, <laughs> they can just pick up their cars on the first day. No, we don't need to mail them out. Just too many of them will get lost. They won't have. Them. Yeah. We will give them. We'll give a little presentation. We'll make them show. We'll yeah. tell them this is how you use it on the first day of school because they're not going to get fucking ticketed on the first day of school. They're yeah. ob- students with backpacks going to school. <laughs> What's stupid? Mm-hmm. Is that because it's only because our society is so punitive, is so obsessed yeah. with enforcing the rules at every possible point mm-hmm. that they even need orca cards. Once yeah. they right. fought for the right to use public transportation free of charge to get yeah. to school, they shouldn't need fucking orca cards because they should just get on and go about their day like yeah. all of us should right yeah. right yeah. but once children. once you went right because it's obvious yeah. their kids going to school but in our society that doesn't compute because it's like well how that then then you know how, that a could be abused be, yeah, you know be riding that fucking bus for free or or yeah, some exactly. some 19 year old uh yeah, yeah. graduate or dropout could be nefariously uh yeah. corrupt you know abusing it would lead that system to, like 12 particularly young looking 22 year olds <laughs> getting free bus rides occasionally and that that yeah, cannot at happen eight in the fucking morning and again this comes back to this thing that we've talked about on the show before which is you could do just what a lot of countries have done or like what you know in my experience in germany has functionally done which is uh, just don't care whether people pay their fare or not. Yeah, you don't need fare enforcement. Yeah, just don't give a shit, right? And actually collect taxes to pay, and don't have user fees paying for your public transit. Which I think yeah. didn't like, that also come which out would resolve this issue in the wake of this was that it was revealed, at least corroborated that what's spent on fair enforcement exceeds oh, yeah. the... Well, that's this, not the this, point. This is what well, we talked... obviously. Yeah, right. this Systematically, this... That's when they talked the about point. putting fair enforcement on the streetcar, you know, they didn't specifically <laughs> mention the article about the writer, I think, you know, because the Seattle Times is the Seattle Times, but the writer did very cleverly put, like, in very close proximity, I think, in the same paragraph, <laughs> what the cost of fair enforcement was versus <laughs> what they thought they were going to collect. <laughs> Which, you know, you, you know, if you're a regular Seattle Times reader, you're probably so brain dead that that right. would come together for you. But looking at it, it's like, oh wow, this is just lost money. The revenue, the the revenue is not the point, right? The lost revenue of ridership. It's about cracking skulls. It's the thought that anyone could be getting something for free, and you know that those people who are going to get that for free are people who need it most. Which means, (laughs) which means in a meritocracy, (laughs) they deserve it the least. Okay, so that's the danger because we're. Fucking yeah. little rule pigs, and well, especially here in this town. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Fuck. And the worst possible thing that could happen is someone could be getting out of line somewhere, and getting yeah. something for free, breaking a rule, especially getting something for free <laughs> that they need because they can't afford it and therefore yeah. don't deserve. That's somebody, that's like fucking somebody going to at, school. Yeah. Like that's like that's uh, yeah. public enemy number one. Well, it's the a sort shirker. Of, you know, it's sort of the classic <laughs> argument that like. Uh, you know, investigating, pursuing, and resolving a bank robbery pretty much always exceeds the cost of the robbery itself, right? And the issue is like, well, of course, economically, it doesn't make sense. But you have to think about politically, right? Because it's not, the the crime isn't an economic crime. The crime is a political crime. And in this case, you're right. The crime is a poor person thinking they deserve something. And that has to be squashed at every opportunity. Thinking they can, or thinking they can get away with yeah, something. Yeah. Well, so I mean, like, think they deserve something or have a right to something, right? Or, Which is the same or as thinking even you can if get they away don't with think it. Think they can get have a right to it. Think mm-hmm. they can get away with stealing it. Mm-hmm. And if we all thought or knew that we could get away with <laughs> shit, mm-hmm. then oh well, yeah, yeah, that would be a political problem. Yeah, 
Oh, that that's t- little Timmy Burgess, right? Yeah. That's his theory of man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Without these fair enforcement officers, it would just be fucking Lord mm-hmm. of the Flies exactly. on that first day of school. Uh, so, yeah, that obviously was awful and really dominated it dominated Twitter that day. Yeah. Um, hey, <laughs> Jesse Agopin, you won the day on Twitter yeah. <laughs> with this uh, awful thing you saw on the bus. Yeah, like a flashing <laughs> sign. You win the internet. Yeah. Uh, so the other bit of awesome transportation news that came out today is uh, this is the headlines in the headline in the Times: Seattle to cancel fifty-two million deal to buy streetcars. But says First Avenue Project still on track. <laughs> still on track. Just no cars. <laughs> Shit. I mean, you'd have someone. You'd have to know every in and out of this to make sense of any of this. This is the so these are the streetcars that came out several months ago that they had ordered the wrong ones. Well, that's so what they, they were claimed. too heavy. No, they claimed they, they were like too wide, and then that yeah. was debunked. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, it was debunked hilariously by Train Twitter, which is a very <laughs> yeah. powerful lobby on Twitter, which Jenny Durkin right. was not That's counting right. on. And all the train nerds basically oh, were like, on. "Well, well, actually, her to death." Yeah. And then she was like, "Uh, they don't fit. They don't fit in the in yeah. the barn. Yeah. That's what it is." Yeah. And yeah, it just turned out they had yeah. to like extend. Hmm, that's the barn awfully a bit. fucking <laughs> sus. Okay. Yeah. Which, but it doesn't like whatever the details were. Everything yeah. about this fucking project under Durkin has been trying to kill it. Yeah. Like she also don't... didn't want to link the rail lines yeah. either. Like in the city. So I mean, this is like the third effort to kill. Yeah. It at yeah. This yeah. Point. Yeah. So whatever. This is going to slow it down. Eventually, it just never happens. They just yeah. never well, fucking do it. Let's run through the first few paragraphs. To yeah. See if uh, I think we only need to read like the first. Sure. Or so to and kind of see where this we're is at. Heidi. And I think this is sort of Heidi's pet project here. Um, So she probably knows the ins and outs of this shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, She's on the transit beat. Yeah. And Heidi Groover, if you're not familiar. Um, Yeah. Uh, Come on, Seattle Sucks, please. (laughs) We're very stupid. Please explain this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, please do. Um, So she begins, facing a longer timeline and rising costs... Seattle will cancel its contract to buy 10 new streetcars for the planned Center City Connector Line. So this is a completely unique thing in city transit projects in that it's both not meeting the deadline and going to be more expensive than we thought before. Never happened before. And definitely both those things are occurring because it's just a terrible project that Mm -hmm. has gone awry, not because of mismanagement. Every project has been canceled. (laughs) Yeah, right. This has happened. Okay, so we we begun with this is a very unique situation. Let's continue. (laughs) Let's continue before we get into it a little bit. (laughs) I'm not saying, it's hard to know, again, without knowing all the ins and outs and all the what is really going on and what is it's hard to know what's what. But let's say it's true that this streetcar deal, I mean, if they can really cancel it and just not pay for them and order different ones, then what was this all about in the first place? I don't know. But whatever. Let's say, oh, shit, we're stuck with a $17 million overrun to upgrade a bunch of shit to make this all work out to finish this project. So the, fu- so the fuck what? In a functioning society, you're like, oh, yeah, it's got... We we yeah. pay more people more because we a seventeen million on needed transit infrastructure efficiency right. getting the, the absolute like bang out of every dollar with nothing anyone can be called out for waste or mistakes or something uh, is a bullshit. This is a way of thinking that is designed to justify and achieve austerity. Right. That's that's all in a system where. Jeff was paying for it because we taxed him. Then who cares about that seventeen million? Like, well, and it's worth pointing out, yeah. So the the overrun seventeen million dollars, which if you've like followed any urban transit project anywhere in America, is like comically low as far as overruns go. Oh yeah, go. sure. But uh, but yeah, the issue is that okay, yeah, it is you know a cost overrun. It is gonna take longer than it should, and. That is 100% because it's all private, you know, public partnerships, which is what causes all these problems, the private side of that. But the issue being, why does it matter right now? And it hasn't mattered on any (laughs) other transit project that, like, real estate interests desperately want. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And it's like, this is all, yeah, you're right. It's a canard. It's bullshit. You know? It's pointing to the thing that happens to every transit project, but being like, no, in this case, it's bad. Any project of any kind, things come up, you fix them. Sure. Things are different. There, you 
it, it, these are big complicated things there's never going to be a thing that like exactly the way the plans went out like it's just stupid well i think this is a perfect juxtaposition with the previous uh issue we were just talking about too because we don't care if we're losing money enforcing fairs yep. but suddenly we care a lot if yeah, we're losing right. money on yeah. street well, we cars. don't give a shit that the uh tunnel to replace the viaduct is a billion dollars right. over budget in yeah. years late yeah but a streetcar is a big problem. Well, you know, real estate interests benefit quite a bit from that tunnel, but maybe they don't see the benefit in the streetcar, right? And like that's that's yeah. the difference actually. Oh, yeah, totally. Like it has nothing to do with money. It's right. like it really is that. Like it has to do with money, I guess, just not the budget for the project. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's the same thing about like cuz they use the same rhetoric with all like homeless services too, right. where like uh, we have this homeless service that's only 99% efficient and not 100% efficient and therefore uh, is not worth it. Like, there's, they spend all the time going, like, is there a single ounce or grain of waste <laughs> in this project? Which is something, of course, that if it was going to Jeff Bay, if it was money going to Jeff, right, they wouldn't care at all that right. it's 100% waste. Yeah. Right? yeah. Whatever. Maybe, maybe they're, I don't get it. Maybe they're able to cancel that order and just order different streetcars that they like better. But like, more likely, this is just a thing that drags it out yeah. longer and longer and longer. Well, and uh, Jenny is till like, it just never happens, and then is a line item that they threw up in her first term, cut yeah. out of the budget, and didn't have to spend. Well, and Mary Jenny from the beginning has been like expressly against the streetcar. Yeah. So I mean, to to claim that at least from her side that this has to do with like fiscal management is ridiculous. Yeah. You know, which it's also worth pointing out that like. You know, members of her camp that are like running her campaign were basically like working for Uber and Lyft. Right. And, I mean, yeah. And if you remember during the period of maximum constraint, right, <laughs> she had the, uh, you know, transit authority for Seattle like posting tweets basically saying like, hey, uh, you know, traffic bad out there, call Lyft, you know, <laughs> call an Uber, right? It was fucking crazy, you know, to yeah. have like public transit authorities basically saying call rideshare. Uh, but I mean that—that's clearly her game. Like I don't know if she thinks she's getting a job with them afterwards, or they're just paying her right now. But like public transit is not. What else is she gonna do? She can't run for any other office. Yeah, I mean, she's pretty <laughs> fucked. I mean, I don't think anybody likes her here. And it, her winning in what 2021, I think is when she runs. I think I think her winning in that is like, oh yeah, not likely. That is so low. Yeah, she might Lyndon Johnson it and just get out because it looks so fucking bad. Uh, you know, minus some like big thing happening. I don't know. No, there's so, no thing minus that could make a anyone like false flag Durkin. operation. Yeah, I'm yeah. calling it right now, guys. <laughs> no, Octo- no October surprise could save this for. Uh, but yeah, for I mean, yeah, I mean, I think she's just expressly anti-public transit because she is receiving compensation right. from rideshare apps. Yeah, and like yeah. most yuppies, do- doesn't believe in it. Yeah, I mean, she, again, which we can't stand the show enough, is one of the richest people in the city. So yeah. why does she fucking care if you have a hard time getting around? Yeah. Hey, and, get more money. Right. You know? Totally. And and we've also talked about how technocrats and wonks love those startups because they're yeah. brain geniuses or something. Yeah. Well, again, as you know, Greg had mentioned earlier, too, I mean, this is about deserve, too. I mean, yeah. you know, if your life is hard because of the transit situation because you don't have money, well, clearly you deserve it. So. Yeah. Why is it anybody else's, you know, responsibility to improve it in any way, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I just saw a quote. Uh, I think it's somebody that listens to the show. It might have been Ben Ocialism. Mm, must uh, be a very smart quote. I think I think it was. But they, uh, <laughs> it was rhetoric from San Francisco, so I know not exactly uh, Seattle sucks, but it was, it was some tech exec basically saying, well, I have a good job and make a lot of money, so I deserve to own the city and people mm-hmm. that can't live here need to just get the fuck out. Like literally yeah. just need to get the fuck out. Like this yeah, is yeah. my reward. The yeah. city is my reward. Yeah. If I mean Cool. Yeah, and I mean that's <laughs> certainly it's it is not hard to find that language. Oh yeah. Right? And I mean that's that I think that's how rich people think. I think that the the danger of uh, the Epstein stuff going away isn't that we're that we're not going to get to the bottom of the pedo crisis. It's that people are going to forget that this is who rich people are. Like this is how they are. Yeah, isn't... shout out Bill Gates, by the way. <laughs> yeah, shout out Bill Gates. I <laughs> uh, can't wait for this to come up in your Netflix special yeah. that you just announced. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean that this is who rich people are, which is like having that amount of money 
makes you a fundamentally freak. yeah awful you become inhuman yeah. basically at that point yeah you're like, an alien yeah you're so separated from the human species that you just don't you know see it anymore right you're Not like uh, dr you're... manhattan with a smaller dick <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you can't just go to mars anytime you want yeah well jeff yeah. jeff's trying yeah yeah <laughs> jeff's trying <laughs> yeah but it's not not just because lifestyles are different and there's no interaction which is how that's framed say in like liberal mm-hmm. america about being in a bubble or something yeah because the daily concerns of your life mm-hmm don't exist (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is what everyone else's life is is just mortal constant right right. how am i gonna make it till tomorrow either you're literally like gonna be murdered somewhere in or if it you know and even possibly that is a fear you have daily in america or just like you're worried you'll like end up on the street and die that way you know yeah well just think it yeah i mean all the things that can happen to you that probably a lot of us have had to think about at various times that if you're wealthy you never have to think about which is you don't have to worry about dying because you don't have health insurance right or your insurance is so bad right you don't have to worry about dying in a car wreck on your god-awful fucking commute and unfortunately it's those worries yeah that make up what your human experience is. Yeah, that right. is what yeah. you're thinking yeah. about well, all the time you, is shit like if this. You're rich, That's who th- you are. Yeah, if you're rich, one thing you don't have to worry about identity. dying in a mass shooting, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like that kind of stuff, right? So yeah, you don't give a shit about any of that, right? You know, not having to have those sort of daily worries, those mortal worries and things like that. Yeah, I mean, it makes you functionally apart from like humanity in a lot of ways. Jenny Durkin, functionally apart from humanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh... I mean, that's all there is to say on that. I mean, it's, yeah. that's a fucking yeah. situation. Yeah. We'll yeah, never cool. have fucking transit, like a yeah. real transit system in this town. Which is cool because the planet is still on fire. So, uh, you know, yeah, fuck public well, transit, I guess. Well, when you put it that way, who cares, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the market will will solve it. Mm-hmm. Just Eventually. like it did. Yeah, yeah it'll <laughs> solve it with a bullet The market farm. <laughs> will save itself. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, by killing us. Yeah. Well, life will go on. Yeah. Life finds a way. Uh, so I think that was it. Um, so we have some new patrons, some new friends. David Schold, Godfish, and Chris Polina. Thank you so much. It's just been raining patrons with that storm. I imagine they were all formed in that lightning. Yeah. <laughs> they all came down hand. to earth. Like, like, in- like ball lightning. They've shown up <laughs> yeah. in our lives, bouncing around. Yeah. Yeah. So welcome to the to the madhouse. Um, uh, related to the whole class where I think, Brian, are we still going to the Beacon on Thursday to see Eyes Wide Shut? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Eyes Wide Shut Beacon. Uh, if you have Epstein brain, go see it. Uh, all I remember it as being a very disappointing movie when I was in seventh grade. Not enough nudity to my liking at the time. So excited for a rewatch. Dude, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. One of my favorite Kubricks for sure. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I fucking okay. love that movie. Um real quick, let's go in a circle. Favorite Kubrick movie. I guess yeah, Barry Lyndon. Like, oh, I I don't dude, I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. First I mean, off, Greg has never not had an opinion about a director's <laughs> best movie. This is whatever. I it's just that's just I, just, uh, I don't even want to get it. It is it is increasingly off. hard to do that. But uh yeah, so you might catch some of us there. At least Brian and myself will probably be there. Uh, that's six thirty at the Beacon, uh, which is on Rainier. Go check it out. Great. Yeah, Say we hello. haven't really talked about the Beacon yet, have we? But well, a little new bit. Movie theater. Yeah, on Rainier. Yeah. Uh, Wait, Greg. Of ours. New movie theater, but old movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a repertory theater, if you will. Not only um, old movies, but yeah. And uh, yeah, one of our oldest friends, Casey Moore, as well as um, uh, his buddy Tommy, who uh, is a very cool. Uh, sort of leftist type who uh between the two of them they're programming a they're running this whole thing fucking uh string of movies really Mm -hmm. great series there so yeah uh definitely going out i'll be out there on thursday i think okay good that and we've heard some rumors of some uh some other guest appearance possibilities we we can't talk about but uh yeah yeah uh and Again, to re- to reiterate, this is part of their class war um, program, I think. Yeah. Uh, so they've got a bunch of class 
related movies. Trading places. Trading places. Like, comedies of class. Yeah. Right? Oh, wait, yeah. no, that's a different. No, that's the comedies one. Okay, this is something well, else. Well, they do have this comedies. Is, it's just yeah, tales of class. That, but yeah, yeah. Uh, they are going to be showing 9 to 5 at some point. They are? People should yeah. go watch that. Yeah, yeah. Tra- Trading it. Places is awesome one roles. of my favorite films of all time. Also, Wolf of Wall Street will be playing as part of that series. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's legit and society, which is playing it's Thursday as well. Society. And we are—I'm sticking around for that shit. So oh, that's I'm, after. Yeah, I'm doing oh, double okay. feature. I'm, I could not, dude. Leave. You have to see it, dude. It's fucking, it, dude. If you have not seen Society, <laughs> let's if get you shunted. like listening to this <laughs> podcast. If you jive with this, our sensibility. Yeah. If you don't just you immediately turn seen, our show how off, how long did I was I telling you to watch Society, dude? Years. And you were like, literally. yeah, okay, okay, and finally you did. And when I saw it, changed effect? my life. You were like, holy shit, it changed my life. No, it's this thing that no no one has ever seen this fucking movie, but it is so. It's one of these things that like you watch. It is a satire of the yeah. ruling class. Okay? Oh yeah, it's. And that that's the that's the series that they're playing right now is stuff like that. Uh, the discreet charm of the bourgeoisie, yeah, yeah, eyes yeah. wide shut. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is one that, like eyes wide shut, in a very way, like Nat. If you have Epstein brain, yeah, before Epstein brain, you were going, wow, this is a <laughs> this heightened exaggeration or this this um no a metaphor, right? This right. grotesque metaphor yeah. for the ruling class, and now you go, oh, it's just slightly exaggerated <laughs> and stylized, <laughs> um, absolutely insane fucking amazing it rules like movie you're gonna love it yeah that is a fucked up double feature i oh, love hell it yeah. dude i am i am all in thank for god that. i'm glad dude yeah that's so yeah you great. might catch all of us there so come out yeah. say hello for sure